This week on the Infinite Energy Podcast, we're covering one of life's more difficult subjects, that's transitions. Everybody has to go through them. They happen unexpectedly and expectedly. Though they may be raucous in our lives, there are ways that we can weather the storms better. And that's how we're talking about harnessing the energy of transitions in today's episode. Stay tuned. Hi, we're sisters Kay and Shai, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite Infinite Energy. One of my favorite things about the Infinite Energy podcast is the fact that we bring forward energies that we deal with on the daily. Maybe you're aware that you're dealing with them or not, or that they're happening all the time or not. But when we take just a half hour, a little bit of an opportunity to center down on a specific energy, we can learn how we can better utilize those energies in order to have a more seamless and joyful experience in our lives. That's what it's all about, right? That's at the end of the day, I think most of us are seeking that more joyful, peaceful, happy, harmonious life. And so studying the different energies that we encounter along our life journey helps us be better equipped. You think about a punch to the gut, you'd rather know it's coming, right? So you can flex. Otherwise, you're going to get the wind knocked out of you. And so understanding the energies, the complex, amazing array and buffet and symphony and every other metaphor you can think of, of things that life throws at you, of energies that you'll have to deal with and counter and, and navigate. It, it gives us the, the, the urge to want to address each one of them so that we can help each other along this path. And as we talk through them, of course, we're benefiting along the way too. (laughs) Well, as your sisters, we have a, I I almost want to bring out like a a caution sign. Like I wish I had like a, like a caution, rough road ahead. We want to talk today about a rough patch of life and something that we experience kind of all the time. And today's episode is all about the energy of transitions. Now transitions are beautiful because it's the, it's the movement of one thing to the next, but transitions are also almost like an intermediary point. It's where the energy comes in and it squeezes and then it moves you on to the next portion of whatever it is that you're doing. But ooh, what do we know about squeezing is that sometimes it can be painful, right? You think the the imagery that comes forward for me, of course, is that hourglass, right? The transition point is where the singular grain of gra- uh, of sand can get through that glass and it transitions from the top to the bottom. Now, we talked about it conceptually, but we can't go much more forward without giving you your official definition of the day. Woo! Here we go. Okay. Transition is a noun and it can also be a verb. So we've got a few ways that we're going to look at this today. But the main uh, definition that we have, number one, is movement, passage, or change from one position, state, stage, subject, concept, etc. to another. How do we say this more simply? Change. <laughs> right. You get that big, long sentence, and then it gives you the semicolon and says, or it means change, right? (laughs) So uh, as a noun, it means change. It's that movement from one thing to another, the turning of the chapter. It also tells us a period or phase in which such such a change or shift is happening, right? So we give this title to that sort of time in between where the caterpillar is inside of the cocoon and it's mush while it turns, it transitions into the butterfly or as my husband likes to say, radical butter dude. (laughs) Radical (laughs) butter dude. I'm super here for that. Yeah. Well, at the end of the 
Eric Carle famous Very Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, such a good book. At the end, the caterpillar turns into a very beautiful butterfly. But we read that so many times to our three kids that Chad started mixing it up with Radical Butter Dude. And here we are years later <laughs> calling them Radical Butter Dudes. But however you get to your radical transition, this is the energy that we're looking at today. And our final noun um, uh, definition that comes forward, something that links one state, subject, place, etc., to another, a connecting part or piece, right? What? Again, that piece inside of the hourglass. What's also coming forward to me in that connecting piece is like a bridge, right? Like right. we're bridging in between one space or another. And we're going to talk a little bit more about maybe some of these metaphors and how we can apply them to our lives as we go. But let's talk about transition as a verb. Now, this is remember to make a transition, right? We've got transition being this period or phase. And so this change to actually make that transition. Now we're putting transition into action. And this can be because you enacted that force or because something else enacted that force upon you. And then, of course, there is the, the transition of personal change, right? To change our identity, to align it from a gender perspective. There's a, a conversation growing about transitioning from one gender to another or maybe somewhere in between, maybe to transition someone's behavior or transition uh, something about yourself from one way to another that is different about how it was before. The all kinds of transitions that come forward, both historically and newly emerging in different ways to understand it. But at that crux of all of it is that change piece. And it's one of the things that we know we've weathered, uh, we might say rather gracefully and rather not gracefully. rather absolutely not gracefully um, honestly i feel like the grace is um it, it's come with age in time oh, and gee. and doing transitions wrong i bet you all of you can relate to that as well you've had things that you've you've moved through well right you transitioned from maybe high school to college really well maybe into from single life to married life the, the transition from uh, a couple to parents with with a child right there's all kinds of these life transitions that happen to to us naturally that transition as I'm watching right now from childhood through puberty into adulthood right These, the, this is something that nature thrusts upon us as well as society and so we see transitions all around us which means we should be better equipped to handle them it seems like a lot of times they still catch us in the gut with no flex muscles and we lose our breath it does seem like they can sometimes catch you by surprise right and this happens you know sometimes you're out on the walking path and you decide to go across a log okay True story. Mm -hmm. Shyla and I are we're out and we're on a nature hike. It was beautiful. We were out to go see the redwoods and and just have some sister time on a solstice adventure. And we came to a log and it looked like the log was big enough for us to run across the log and to get to the other side. It was a little dangerous. It was a little sketchy. I mean, well, like was, clearly people pass on this log, yeah, right? I mean, it's yeah, there's also a path around, but the log is pretty it looks like fun. It's so like we're gonna get up, right? This is a transition. We're like, well, let's choose the challenging transition. And so uh, we do we do it. Now I put my foot onto the log and and I get a little nervous right at the point of the transition and I shake and my foot slips and I cling to the log. I, oh, I cling to the log for dear life. Oh, you did. I mean, from standing from behind her, you know, the foot slips and then she clings to the log. I was so proud of you, though. The backpack was on her back. There were water bottles on the side. Nothing spilled out. I mean, a couple of bruises, but she koaled that log so <laughs> well, hard. Well, there's a rushing river. A rushing <laughs> river, yeah. I mean, you were risking getting a little bit wet. I mean, and probably some bumps and bruises along the way, but you grabbed that log and I love that. But but the point of the story is, right, that at that point of transition, you literally felt that moment of hesitation lead you into the fall. 
fall. I literally did. And and I shook there and then I fell down and, and I ended up crawling across. I got, I crawled myself on the side of the log. I got myself back up onto the top. I crawled across the log and I made it through that transition. But the point is, is that sometimes we feel ourselves at a precipice and instead of trusting our intuition and trusting our, our natural flow forward, we hesitate right there. And then oftentimes that ends up leading us to slip. Now, whether we capture the log or fall into the water or cry about it after or let it ruin our day. Now that part is completely up to you, but that's where the transition point can either be something that makes or breaks you. Now there's lots of different kinds of transitions in our lives. Most of them are probably a little more serious than crossing the log on a delightful little jaunt through the forest. And lots of the transitions in our lives are rather heavy. They feel like these are the big choices, the big moments. I mean, we have uh, tons of micro transitions through the day, right? Oh, yeah. tra- from home to the car, right? From your Zoom personality to your mom personality, <laughs> right? All kind of plethora and dimensions of, of transitions. But those big life transitions, we feel them in our in our relationships, certain life stages, right? We talked about kind of that childhood to adulthood, personal development transitions. I know uh, for us, lifestyle transitions have been big ones. We a uh, career transition. So you've probably already pretty pro at transitioning already. Now, transitions are a big part of what we do. And I personally, hi, little sis K here, have recently gone through one of the biggest transitions, I think, of all. Um, my partner, Danny, and I have chosen to separate. Um, and it's been a mutual agreement, but a difficult one. And so I'm, we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next segment of today's episode, just to hopefully unpack a little bit about what a transition can look like, what leads to a transition, especially when it's from a personal choice perspective and how you can maybe move through something really difficult with a little bit more grace and ease. Well, having been the sister that sat alongside you through this life transition, I first applaud you. I commend you. Um, and I'm grateful that you're willing to share this story and that we both can from our perspectives with all of you in hopes that I'm sure lots of you have been through the, the, the ending of a marriage transition as well and can know that path and know some of the rocks ahead. Um, but, but having been an observer of you going through it as well as a supporter, I can say that I, I am glad for this overall future. I'm sorry for the ending of the marriage and I'm happy that you two continue in such a beautiful friendship and co-parenting way. Me as well. Stay tuned and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Truth Talk, we're back after 31 days off social media, and this time it's been hard. It was way harder. We missed all of you. We missed scrolling. We missed all the highlights, but we're so happy to be back. All along, we have been planning exciting events coming up here. We can't wait to share with you now that we are back. So be here to follow along for all things Kay and Chai. And we saw so many of you tuning into the Infinite Energy podcast while we were away, and we are so glad that you did. To all of you who do listen to the Infinite Energy podcast, thank you for being a loyal listener. For those of you who haven't tuned in yet, we hope you'll find us on your favorite podcast platform. And we're so glad to be back with all of you here on social media. See you soon and stay tuned. 
one of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years, and now you can have a squeeze in in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the squeeze in is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about squeeze in franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Welcome back to the Infinite Energy Podcast. We're diving into the energy of transitions here on today's episode, and hopefully you are tuned in for the first segment where Kay, where Kay just shared a very big life announcement transition that she and Danny have officially split the marriage and are transitioning into a parenting and best friend relationship. This has obviously, Kay, been kind of developing over the last couple of months, but really a couple of years. I know it's, you've been waiting to kind of share about this transition. And I'm glad you're finally at the point that you get to. Yeah, I'm, uh, many of you have already reached out in support. Um, for those of you who follow us on Instagram and Facebook, um, you have seen that this is uh, something that's going on in my life and in our life. And it, this has definitely been an interesting transition for sure. Um, now, Danny and I first got together in 2010. We were 17 and 18 years old when we met. We were just tiny babies. And I, I almost felt like in that in in those days, it almost felt like we clung to each other for like dear life, right? Yeah. Like we just, we were those two teens um, totally in love. And we found ourselves married by 21 and 22. We had moved to San Diego. We built a life together. We had a beautiful child, our daughter, Violet. And we're on the other side of all of that. And and. The Things are good. And both of us are still like, man, but that something's like something's up. Like, like Danny didn't seem very happy. We didn't seem very connected. And then in 2021, so beautifully, if you followed our journey or been here on the Infinite Energy podcast um, for any length of time, you know that Danny decided to step into their full self as a non-binary human being, um, somebody who is LGBTQIA and very flexible in their gender identity and in their sexual expression. And it is such a beautiful expression of a human being, but wow, uh, that was a lot. Uh, that was a big transition uh, from the uh, relationship that we had had prior. Well, knowing Danny up until that point, right in 2021, uh, having met that 18 year old and watched their relationship um, bloom, this was the person who was often into heavy metal, who seemed like really into just like adult cartoons and right, like it's he had and games and video games. So it was very shocking to all of us. But then the person that came out the other side after the announcement of this identity and then the subsequent transition was 
was so beautiful. I mean, a whole person, right? Someone who's happy, who is in, who is congruent on the outside and the inside, how they feel. And watching this soul emerge has been so beautiful. What was also so beautiful, Kay, was watching you go through this. I mean, if you can even put yourself in her shoes for a moment and imagine after 10 years in a relationship together that your partner comes forward and says, there's this other dimension that I haven't been sharing and I haven't been expressing and I'd like to explore it in the, in, within the bounds of our marriage. You said yes and you did that together and it was so beautiful. Tommy, your baby came out of that. Such a beautiful shared understanding and connection came out of that. But as that transition began to continue to materialize for Danny, I know uh, for you, that became more and more clarity in terms of what your identity was. Absolutely. I think ultimately what we found in that Danny wanted and needed more feminine expression in their life. Um, so did Kay. <laughs> Turns out that I did as well, um, which landed the two of us in a marriage dynamic in a very interesting place, in a place that really, frankly, needed a transition. And as best friends and the most functional in a very functional relationship for over a decade, we had a decision to make that we could either move forward and transition ourselves into seeking our fullest expression and expansion, even if it meant the pain of transition, or we could keep trying to attempt this life that wasn't full for the both of us. And so it was an incredibly painful decision, obviously, for our family, for ourselves. Um, but ultimately, this has been kind of almost a reclaiming of what we've always had, um, which has been this love that we share, a dedication to our children and a really deep quality friendship. So, you know, our Sunday afternoons now look a little bit different. It's more like, you know, Danny's doing my hair, we're painting nails, we're watching Bridgerton, we're sipping out of our fancy teacups and maybe doing facials and things, but that's exactly where we have landed um, and it's exactly how it should be. And I'm super proud and happy and proud to stand by Danny as a non-binary human being and be their ally, best friend, and co-parent. Well, here in Pride Month, it's fantastic to celebrate the relationship of the two of you and the example that you set for our generation and future generations to come. And and uh, watch out, case single. <laughs> <laughs> What do we do? I don't, I, okay. I, it's like now we're used to dishing out advice here on the Infinite <laughs> Energy podcast, but gang, I haven't been out there since I was a teenager. So anything you got, bring it my way. <laughs> Obviously, she's taking it slow. We're taking time to calibrate our relationship <laughs> and all of those things, but still a fun prospect for in the future when that time comes. But as you think about all of the transitions in your life, as you hear about transitions in our lives, you know, we know that this energy is often difficult to navigate. Sometimes it's difficult to stay even a little bit present and conscious through it and not get sucked up in the drama and, and the painfulness, as you said, Kay, right? Some, sometimes they're so painful that it can be all encompassing and, and can really suck you in. It really can, you know, and, and each point, when you go through a transition as large as the ending of a marriage, there are several points of transition along the way. Um, you know, ultimately, I was the one who who initiated the, uh, the, the break. We both on a deep level knew that it was the right thing to do. But when I came to that point of decision, that was a transition in and of itself. And I, I, I had what we like to call the shower of truth 
Like, have you ever had a shower of truth, right? You go into the shower and like two hours later, you come out with just like the deepest knowledge about your life and you know what you need to do and you probably like you're cried. you're wet, chicken wet, oh, but yeah. you know you're, what You're wrinkled. Is. Yeah, your, your hands. Your hands are wrinkled, but you the know. The water ran out hours ago. Yeah, but you're just cold <laughs> under there, man, because you know what you need to do. Well, I had a shower of truth um, where I really knew what the right thing to do was. But from the moment of truth to the actual execution, that was a transition in and of it holds in and of itself, right? That was that squeeze in between the grain of the sand on the other side, right? To the conversation of where, okay, now we can move on into a new dynamic or figure out what it looks like and have it, right? But that point, that's the first point of transition. Then there's the point of transition of moving out. Then there's the point of transition of figuring out kid custody agreements. Then there's the the transition of figuring out the emotions of your children going through all of this and, and the emotions of your family going through all of this and the emotions of each other going through all of this and the end. And wow, it's like one giant transition with about a thousand transitions on the in-between. Right. And that's one of the things about the energy of transition is that it's not a sprint of an energy. It is definitely typically, at least for bigger things, right, a marathon uh, of an energy burst. And it's actually made up of thousands of steps of transitions, of micro transitions along the the way of managing that transition process. I think there's something so beautiful about the decision point, right? That, 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 um, that getting to the shower of truth, <laughs> the shower right? Of truth. Right. Like decision means to decide to cut off other options, to choose the path and, and right. And to, to be steadfast in that. And so the decision point, I think is something that's so beautiful, but once you make that decision, it's not like then it's easy to continue to act on that decision right now. Now you're in transition and you have to like manage that energy for sometimes extended periods of time, which can be draining, which can be tough. Um, and even on, on, I think the most personal growth oriented people in the world can sometimes push you to the brink. And again, yeah. Kay, I've been so proud of the way that you've navigated this. It's Thank been you, beautiful. Shay. I mean, I, I will say I'm proud too, and I'll pat myself on the back and I'm also not proud, right? We've, there's no way to get, I think, squeezed, <laughs> even for as much therapy and as much personal growth and as much journaling and as much all of the things like I want y'all to know, like if maybe part of you feels like Kay and Shai have it all together and those ladies just get it like. I have not been graceful 100% of the way through all of this. I have thrashed. I have cried. I've done the like where your face leaks and you're like, <laughs> where you're the snot and the drool and the tears are coming. Like this isn't always been fun and it, it hasn't always been easy and it isn't pretty for us either. Transitions are hard. And up next, we're going to talk a little bit more about where you can find transitions in your life. We're going to tell you a story about one of our mentors and what he told us about transitions that has helped change our game in regards to ensuring seamless experience for our guests, whether you dine at our restaurants or come to our events. And we're excited to keep unpacking this topic here on today's podcast. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. 
You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. All right, we're into the final segment here on the energy of transitions. We've shared big life news. We've talked a little bit about the concept of transitions and where we've seen them in our lives, both on the micro scale and the macro scale. We want to talk a little bit about the science of transitions as well as some famous examples of transitions and, of course, some more personal stories. All right, so let's start out with a quick story for you. Now, we have been involved in events for a long time for the last eight years, we have been planning events. We've been working in events, mostly within the personal growth and development space, but we've also thrown them for our own company and for others. And we love getting to plan and put together events, but we were working with our mentor on an event called the International Maxwell Certification. If you're familiar with us from the Maxwell Leadership World, back in 2016, 2017, we were responsible for putting together the run of show for the International Maxwell Maxwell certification and the leader of the the Maxwell organization at the time, his name was Paul. And we went to Paul and he said, look, you guys have an amazing show here. This is a beautiful show. You've written something so incredible. But every single point you see here where we've got music fading into another thing, someone taking the stage and leaving the stage, another person coming up. Well, these these ladies are called points of transition. And what you need to know about points of transition are that they are the points of failure. Every single point of transition in your run of show is a potential point of failure. And you need to be anticipating a failure and have some kind of response ready. So we're, so what I would suggest, and by suggest, I mean you are not going to do, <laughs> is have the lights do what you want it to do, right? We had not only AV cues, audio visual cues, not only uh, different people coming up and on the stage, we also had lighting cues where we wanted the to go dark and light several times. He said, why don't we remove those? That variable, if it goes wrong, that point of failure, you often can't save an event from because energy management's extremely important to an event. These other things I think we can manage and we can put some contingency plans in place. But as we worked alongside him in these events over the years, we really saw this theory apply across the board and get proven right more times than not to the point where we have now instituted the same philosophy around around a point of transition equals a point of failure. And we want to be ready for a contingency plan in case that failure happens. Now, let's just take ourselves back to the first segment of today's episode and the story about crossing the log. Now, the log was absolutely an opportunity for failure, right? This is a point of transition from one place to the next. Was it an opportunity for failure? Heck yeah. Guess what? I took that opportunity and failed to cross that log successfully without getting a bruise on my chin, right? Uh, you might say that I succeeded in not falling into the river, but I guess this is a perspective game when it comes to the points of transition. But every point of transition is a point where you're opening yourself up. This is a point of vulnerability, which means that you have the opportunity to get stabbed and to have it hurt you a lot more than it would if you were more braced. So when we take this out of the micro from an event and a lighting cue and into the macro, let's say maybe to separating in a marriage, points of transition require attention and intention along the way. 
I had a shower of truth and barreled in the very next day to a conversation where I didn't have any kind of framework for how I was going to set things up. Whoa, that would not have been good, right? No, shower of truth. Think about it. Put it together. Have your intention. Know what you're going to do. Have a backup plan. Have a conversation, right? These are all of the, the things from a larger perspective that we do. But it's easy to think that, oh, it, that only applies to a run of show. Well, I love that you bring forward this idea of like when we're talking about the energy of transition, we're really talking about the dynamic forces at play when you are experiencing change, right? Transition equals change. And so attention and intention are helpful dynamic forces, aka energy, that you can use during these change times. And we can utilize them so that as Kay, you were saying, right, your body had the instinct of the backup plan at the point of failure on the log, right? If you had no response whatsoever, you would just slip and then <laughs> I guess like fall into the river, <laughs> like frozen body. Just oh, guess that's it now. Fight, flight, or freeze. I guess and that's a freeze is a response. No, right? Yeah, like point of transition equals okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enter the transition, which means I need the contingency plan because this is where the point of failure is. Oh, I did fail. Contingency plan kick in. Grab the log, right? So your body knows how to do this naturally. It knows how to adapt to change, and you can adapt to change in your life too when you utilize these forces like attention, intention, when you can really start to funnel and route emotionally, physically, spiritually, went through this change, you're able to navigate it in a way that you can come out on the other side, at least for the most part, as Kay has, and pat yourself on the back and say, I've done about as darn best as I could. Here's the thing, guys. Transitions are hard. They are hard. So when you bring the intention and the attention, you help make them less hard. So I feel like maybe we should title this episode, how to make something really hard, a little bit less hard, right? That's the, and it's not even like, that's the new podcast. I'm so catchy. <laughs> Super catchy. How to make hard things a little less hard. We're not even talking about how to make them easy because there is no way to make transition easy. Let's talk about transition in childbirth. Have you ever heard of that? Maybe you haven't. Maybe you don't know. There is There are stages of labor that a woman goes through when it comes to childbirth. Now, the first stage of labor, she's like getting up and running. She's having one minute long-ish contractions. They're coming every three to five minutes. She's fine, right? She's fine. Stage two of labor, she's like, you know, okay, things are starting to get real. Contractions are coming every one, you know, every few minutes. We're, we're really starting to heat up. You know, the next stage of labor, it's on, right? Contractions are one on top of another. They are coming. This baby is coming. And then, and then she hits something called transition. Now transition lasts for about 90 minutes and it's where the baby is moving through the birth canal before they come out. And for those of you who may not know or have never had frame of reference for what it takes to birth a baby without drugs, um, that's the literal hardest part. That 90 minutes after you have just labored for eight to 11, some women, 24 hours after you have labored and labored and labored, you have something called the point of transition and Woo! You are being squeezed in the middle of that hourglass. That baby is at the literal smallest point of the hourglass before it comes out. And it is the most painful part. Most women don't make it through that transition point uh, or if they have to, right? Or can't get there without an epidural because it's so difficult. But guess what can make it easier? Attention, 
intention and knowing what the landscape looks like before you get into the transition. Right. Flexing your gut before the punch comes, right? Making hard things hurt just a little less. Still hurts just a little less when you're ready for it. So utilizing those energetic forces, because what comes along with change is a lot of energy. And sometimes it, it we get in, we go into a hurricane around and sometimes we can use it from everything to birthing a baby, right? To getting um, ourselves through our our natural transitions in life, right? I keep thinking back to my kids who are doing their puberty transitions right now over many years. Or if we think about the macro level of transitions, right? Our society has has never stops transitioning. It happens at a slower pace than most of us would like, right? And albeit it is rather sloppy and slow, but it does move and progress forward. So we think about like uh, Martin Luther King Jr., right? He, He was our spearhead leader through the civil rights movement, a transition of our society in, in trying to at least build the legal framework and societal structure around what it would look like for our races to be equitable within our within our country. And so he had to lead us through that. And can you imagine the pressures of that transition over a long period of time, the stressors and, and how much intention and attention were his tools of force of energy in order to shape them? And as he navigated them, he used it to literally change the world, literally change the world. But that transition took attention, it took intention, and it took a whole lot of people participating in it in order to make it happen. And so remember, transitions, they require more energy. This is the Infinite Energy Podcast. So what do we do, right, to ensure that we can get through a transition with the most energy as po- that we possibly can? First off, no that the transition is coming if you can, right? And if you understand that it's on the way, get to know the landscape a little bit. If you know the landscape, you can properly plan and prepare. Give yourself a backup plan for the transition. Have a contingency at play. Look, maybe, grab the log. Grab exactly. <laughs> maybe if you don't, if your body's not going to do the response for you, have a mind response in it, and then just know that when you're in the middle of the transition, that it is 100% going to be painful, and that's okay. You sometimes have to surrender to that in order to get through to the other side with the most amount of infinite energy that you possibly can. Remember, transitions are not meant to break up. They are meant to shape us. And we hope that this has been a useful half hour for you as we've examined the energy of transitions. Not always the easiest, but definitely a part of being alive. And so we celebrate that for what it is. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we hope you will subscribe, like, rate, and share. And until next time, know that this comes at you with so much love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.